0: hello everyone and welcome back to the long shot podcast it's been like a year now but uh the nfl season started on last thursday night and it's it's a great time for it to be back it sure is and uh we had a lot we have a lot of football to talk today i'm here with varick like usual varick how, how have you been
1: I've been great, you know, surfing the turf, you know, playing some football, watching some football. Mm
0: -hmm. You
1: know, football season's back, and it's great to have it back. You know, can't wait to get into this episode.
0: It sure is, and we're going to do that right now. We're going to go through each game, talk about some leaders of the game, and, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about some studs and dubs for fantasy football later. But let's start off with the first game of the NFL season. We kicked it off with the Buffalo Bills at the Los Angeles Rams, and this was a blowout. The Buffalo Bills won 31-10, to and Josh Allen and the Bills looked unstoppable. Josh Allen throwing 297 yards for three touchdowns and two interceptions, but also rushing for 10 carries and 56 yards and for a rushing touchdown. The receiving was on point tonight, I mean, on Thursday night, as Stephon Diggs got eight receptions for 122 yards and a touchdown, and Gabriel Davis, four receptions, 88, 88 yards, and a touchdown. So their two main receivers showing up. And Buffalo's defense looked very scary. Sacks, interceptions, forced fumbles. And they kind of just stopped this Rams defense. Nothing the Rams could really do in this game. Um, So not a lot to talk about on the offensive side for the Rams. I would say the highlights are not really Matthew Stafford, who threw three interceptions, but also threw for 240 yards and a touchdown. The rushing game was not good. Cam Akers only got three carries. Oh, my God. I mean, should you be ner you think you should be nervous if you have cam-, cam Akers in your fantasy leagues? Is it time to panic already?
1: Um I I think that it was a mistake drafting Cam Akers, especially after what he did to the end of last season. Mm. I think that it it really was like you could have gotten some other good running running backs at the time that you drafted Cam Akers, which is Yeah.
0: Bit of a and shame. Daryl Henderson got 13 carries. I mean, that's pretty insane. Um, but of course, the highlight was Cooper Cup. Who else would it be? 13 receptions, 128 yards, and one touchdown. Oh 15 my God. targets. 15 targets. Unbelievable receiver. And uh, he's definitely going to be back to his old ways from last year. Yep. Um, that's it for this game. Let's go on. What's the next game we have? Let's go on to the New England Patriots versus the Miami Dolphins. My Patriots, and uh, it was a it was a tough game this week.
1: Demolished.
0: Okay, I wouldn't say demolished. We only lost by thirteen points, which is not demolished. I I don't
1: care. You you were never gonna win that game.
0: I never said we would, but it's
1: truly sad.
0: The final score was twenty to seven. The Dolphins won. Mac Jones. 213 yards, one touchdown, one interception, too many turnovers for him. I think he fumbled the ball twice as well. Uh, He also hurt his back, but everything seems to be okay. Damian Harris, nine carries for 48 yards. Ramondre Stevenson, eight carries for 25 yards. So not really efficient on the rushing rushing game at all. No touchdowns there. And the only touchdown for the Patriots came from Ty Montgomery. Yep, Ty Montgomery. I had no idea he even got signed to the Patriots. He had a, a reception touchdown. But uh, that was the only highlight for the Patriots this week. The Dolphins, though, a little bit better. Two only threw for one touchdown, but 270 yards. They had no one on the rushing game. Tyreek Hill in his first game as a Dolphin, eight receptions for 94 yards. And Jalen Waddle had four receptions for 69 yards with a touchdown. So, and their defense looked on point as well. So, could be a good year for the Dolphins. I don't know about the Patriots at all. So, we'll see how that goes. Um... Let's go to the Ravens and the New York Jets in New York. And uh, this pretty much had, this pretty much went as expected. The Ravens won 24-9. Lamar Jackson, proving all the haters wrong, 213 yards, three touchdowns, only one interception. Only ran for 17 yards, So Rashad Bateman got a touchdown. Devin Duvernay, two touchdowns, four receptions, 54 yards. For a game yeah, him.
1: he's amazing. We might cheer. A little bit more about him later, but... um.
0: That's a little sneak peek.
1: L- a little sneak peek, but... Yeah. You know, I'm a bit mad. You know, I think... Bay- I had Bateman in my finished team. Didn't start him, but, like... I don't know, man. I think Duvernay, like, was a nice surprise.
0: Yeah, yeah. he was. Definitely helped, helped the Ravens that game. Joe Flacco, though, f- threw for 370 yards and a touchdown. So, surprising game from him. He also threw the ball 59 times. So, that's pretty surprising. Yeah, um, I like
1: Flacco. He's decent. He wasn't amazing, but, you know, it is, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. Yeah.
0: yeah. The rushing game, 10 carries, 60 yards for Michael Carter. And the rookie, Brees Hall, 6 carries for 23 yards. Nothing really there. The receiving game, Corey Davis led the way with 6 receptions, 77 yards. The rookie, Garrett Wilson, had 4 receptions, 52 yards. Um, Tyler Conklin was the only one to score a touchdown, though. Um, so surprising there. Um, Ravens could be good this year, so we'll see how that goes. It could be great. My next, we have probably the game of the week: the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Cincinnati Bengals. About oh,
1: the game of the week, but yeah, the ending of the week maybe.
0: Yeah. Oh boy, Joe Burrow did not look that good. Four Ooh. interceptions. I think he fumbled a the fumble. ball. Yeah. Five turnovers from your starting quarterback is not going to get the job done. But he also did throw for 330 yards and two touchdowns, so he kind of made up for it. But still, though, that is not acceptable if you are one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, Joe Mixon, 27 carries, 82 yards. I don't know why they gave him the ball 27 times. It's a lot. Um, also, the final score was 23 to 20. Um, I forgot to mention that. Okay. But, of course, Jamar Chase, 10 receptions for 129 yards and a touchdown. He's a, he's He's, he's so good after after catching the ball. He can just run for so many yards after doing that very fast. And Joe Mixon also got seven receptions for 63 yards. So um, good reception game there. As T. Higgins also went out with a concussion. He's in concussion protocol right now. So um, tough for him, but uh, hopefully he'll be back next week. And Tyler Boyd also scored a touchdown. So there you go. Um. Good. On to the Steelers, 194 yards and a touchdown for Mitch Trubisky. So not a bad game, but not a great game either. Um, Chase Claypool got six carries for 36 yards, more yards than Najee Harris did. He only got 23, so surprising there. Oh my not, God. Najee yeah. Harris also got hurt in the middle of the game, so I don't know if that's something to do with it. Yeah, I feel bad. Um, Two
1: big playmakers for – Pittsburgh. I know,
0: yeah. I'll get into that too. Um Pat Fryermuth five receptions for seventy five yards. Deontay Johnson, seven receptions for fifty five yards. And Najee's got a reception touchdown. And speaking of uh another star, T J Watt tore his pec, but they just announced that he's not gonna need surgery. Only he he will only be out for six weeks. Um, so good for him. Um he got seventeen and a half sacks last year, winning the defensive player of the year, so Hopefully, uh, he'll be uh, he'll be fine after that injury. Um, next game, we got the Indianapolis Colts versus the Houston Texans, and we have our first tie of the NFL season, week one tie, twenty to twenty. Matt Ryan in his first game, three hundred and fifty two yards, touchdown, interception. Um, Jonathan Taylor, thirty one carries, one hundred and sixty one yards, and a touchdown. So Bruce, he was he was he was. Producing a lot there. Michael Pittman, really the only star of the Colts receiving game. Nine receptions, 121 yards, and a touchdown. Um, That's really it for the Colts. The Texans, though, Davis Mills, 240 yards and two touchdowns. I love this story,
1: man. You know, coming from the sixth round, such a surprise, man.
0: Maybe he's the next Tom Brady, like you said a few weeks ago. Good for
1: Davis, man. And I I sincerely hope he is for the Texans.
0: And uh, Damian Pierce did absolutely nothing for your fantasy team if you started him. That was a lot of hype for no reason. 11 carries for 33 yards and no touchdowns. So don't know what that says about his fantasy outlook. Um, Brandon Cooks, though, seven receptions for 82 yards. And OJ Howard got two receptions for 38 yards and two touchdowns. So a little bit of a surprise there
1: yeah surprised that we might talk about later
0: mm, another sneak peek um our next game was the Washington Commanders versus the Jacksonville Jaguars 20 to 22 was the score the commanders taking it home Trevor Lawrence 275 yards a touchdown and an interception so not a bad game from him in the second season James Robinson led the show in the rushing game. 11, rece- 11 carries, 66 yards, and a touchdown with ETN right behind him with 47 yards. Um, Christian Kirk, six receptions for 117 yards. So a great game from him. James Robinson also got a receiving touchdown. But I also want to talk about Trayvon Walker. What a game from him. One sack, one interception, and four tackles. So Number
1: one pick, yep. probably. No, that's some good draft value there.
0: It is. So, maybe hopefully he'll keep that up. But Carson Wentz, who would have thought? 313 yards, four touchdowns, and two interceptions. What a game from him. The rushing game was not that great. Antonio Gibson only getting 14 carries, 58 yards. Um, but his receiving game was very on point. He got seven receptions for 72 yards. So, good there. Terry McLaurin got a touchdown. Curtis Samuel got a touchdown. And Jahan Dotson, the rookie receiver, got two touchdowns. So, look out for him on the waiver wire. Um, we got our next game, and I don't think Bear's going to like this. Chicago Bears versus the San Francisco 49ers. The Bears winning 19-10. It was basically a monsoon in Chicago, so tough conditions to play in. Yeah. Um, Justin Fields had 121 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Khalil Herbert had 45 yards and a touchdown. Um, Dante Pettis had a receiving touchdown. And Equinemius St. Brown had a receiving touchdown. Um, Yeah.
1: My main thought after this game is about what's up with the quarterbacks? Like, are the Niners going to trade Jimmy G to the Cowboys?
0: Yeah, because Dak Prescott's out for six six to eight weeks. Exactly.
1: Or something like that. Or maybe, like... uh, is, is Trey Lance really the future? That's that's what it's got me thinking about.
0: Well, I think people are putting too much pressure on him. And um, it was his first it – was, it was like his – what is this? Like his fifth game that he ever started in the NFL? Like you, you got to cut him some slack. Like he didn't have a bad game. He threw for 164 yards, zero touchdowns, and a pick. But he also ran the ball for 13 carries, 54 yards. So that's not a bad game at all. Um, Debo Samuel, of course, getting eight carries for 52 yards and a touchdown. He's um,
1: amazing, yeah.
0: His receiving was not on point today, though. That could be a big downfall for his receiving game. on can't throw the ball. I used to step up in the receiving game. I'm saying. Yeah, he does. I mean, Debo had eight targets. He only caught two of them for 14 yards, and no touchdowns. So just not a great game for the 49ers. Kind of play like the Patriots, which is kind of sad. But uh, <laughs> oh, oh, come on. We'll figure it out. Um, next game is the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Detroit Lions. This game was an amazing game. The Eagles won thirty eight to thirty five, high scoring game. Jalen Hurts two hundred forty three yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, but his rushing game was on point. Seventeen carries for ninety yards and a rushing touchdown. Um, Miles Sanders ran for ninety six yards and a touchdown, and Kenneth Gainwell had a touchdown. Same with Boston Scott. So uh, all their touchdowns came from running, and they had one pick six. But A.J. Brown in his first game as the Eagle, 10 receptions for 155 yards. So, great game from him. And that was really it in the receiving game. For the Detroit Lions, Jerry Goff had a solid starting game. Jerry Goff had 215 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. And DeAndre Swift blew up 15 carries for 144 yards and a rushing touchdown, with Jamal Williams getting two rushing touchdowns. Um... Amon ra saint Brown had eight receptions for 64 yards and a touchdown. DJ Tark got a touchdown. And DeAndre Swift had three receptions for 31 yards. So a solid game from the Lions, but just not enough to beat the Eagles.
1: Yeah, I think this might be a continuing story throughout the season. You know, mm-hmm. maybe Lions getting close, not quite enough, which could be their downfall. Um, I'm liking the new Lions. They've looked better than they have. Let's be honest, probably the entirety of last year.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, so
1: as, as long as they improve, this could be more and more promising.
0: And the next game we had was the New Orleans Saints versus the Atlanta Falcons. And the Falcons fans definitely got flashbacks to 2016 as they, they, they blew, a, they blew a, a, what is that, a 10, a 10 point lead and lost the game. They were winning 23 to 10. Well, they love a 13 point game. They were, they were winning 23 to 10 in the third quarter. And the Saints got 17 points in the fourth quarter. The Saints won 27 to 26. Jameis Winston had two touchdowns, 269 yards. Mm-hmm. Taysom Hill, four carries, 81 yards, and a rushing touchdown. What is he doing, man? He's a quarterback, tight end, wide receiver, running back. I, I don't even know anymore. His listed position is a tight end, so that's not what a tight end does, so I don't know what's going on there. Alvin Kamara, nine carries for 39 yards, not a great game from him. But the receiving game was on point as Jarvis Landry got 114 yards, seven receptions, and Michael Thomas in his first game back in a while, two touchdowns and 57 yards, so a good game from him. Marcus Mariota didn't have a great game, Oh, he kind of did. He had 215 yards, zero touchdowns, zero picks, but also got 72 yards in the in the rushing game and a touchdown. Cordarell Patterson had twenty-two carries, 120 yards, and a touchdown. So looking like an old cell from last year. Exactly. Receiving was not great. It was okay. Drake London in his first NFL game had five receptions, 74 yards. And that's all. That's about it there. Um next game we had was the Browns versus the Panthers. Baker Mayfield playing his old team and he cannot get them to the win. It was twenty six to twenty four. The Browns took it. It was a game-winning field goal from Katie York. Baker Mayfield had a touchdown, a pick, 235 yards. Um, McCaffrey only had 33 yards and a touchdown. Robbie Anderson had 102 yards and a touchdown. And just not really anything else in the receiving game. The I love Browns, Robbie did. Anderson. He did way better than D.J. Moore. Yes, yeah, he did. Jacoby Brissett had 147 yards and a touchdown, zero picks. Nick Chubb, 141 yards, zero touchdowns, but definitely produced. Kareem Hunt had a rushing touchdown. Donovan Peoples-Jones had 60 yards, and Kareem Hunt also got a reception touchdown. So it was a pretty good game, high scoring. Um, Our next game we had was the New York Giants and the Tennessee Titans, and this is a shocker. The Giants won 21 to 20. it's, It's a big upset. I mean, I don't know how the Titans blew that game. But Daniel Jones had two touchdowns, 188 yards and an interception. But the main guy for this game was Saquon Barkley, looking as fast as ever, as explosive as ever. 18 carries, 164 yards and a touchdown. And he was also very involved in the receiving game, getting six receptions for 30 yards. Um, Sterling Shepard got a touchdown for the Giants and... Chris Myrick, no idea who that is, got a touchdown. Um, the Titans, Ryan Tannehill actually looked pretty good getting 266 yards, two touchdowns and zero picks. Derrick Henry had 82 yards. Um, and Dontrell Hilliard had two touchdowns and three receptions for 61 yards in the receiving game. So a surprise there. But I think the Titans could have a bad year without A.J. Brown and really anyone else, so. Um, Next game we had was the Chargers versus the Raiders. And the Chargers won this game by five, winning 24-19. to 19. Herbert, 279 yards, three touchdowns, and zero picks. So a great game from him. The rushing game was not there, though, as Austin Eckler only got 14 carries for 36 yards. Um, Keenan Allen was the leading receiver with 66 yards and four receptions, but he's got a hamstring injury, and he was out after the first quarter, and he's yep. out this Thursday as well. So. Um, DeAndre Carter got a touchdown Jared Everett got a touchdown Xander Horvath got a touchdown I mean, all these random people So, um, that was it there Let's go on to the Vikings Versus Packers The Vikings won 23-7 to Kirk Cousins had 277 yards And a, two touchdowns Dalvin Cook had 90 yards um, Justin Jefferson had 184 yards And two touchdowns That's the most receiving yards he's ever got in a game In his NFL career so far Great game from him. Um, that's really a bunch That's pretty much it for the Vikings. And not a lot to talk about for the Packers as they only had Aaron Rodgers only had a one hundred ninety-five yards, zero touchdowns, and a pick. Um, Aaron Jones had forty-nine yards. AJ Dillon had forty-five yards and a touchdown. Um, yeah, it's going to be a tough year for the Packers as they could get no receiving game started. Um, so this is going to be a tough year for them. There and Aaron Rodgers definitely did not look happy yesterday, so could be a tough season. Christian
1: Watson had that one dropped pass. Yeah, I know, an
0: Amazing pass, wide open. It would it would have been a touchdown, but Christian Watson dropped it. So Aaron Rodgers was not happy at all during that game. Next, we had the Kansas City Chiefs against the Cardinals, forty-four to twenty-one. The Chiefs won, and they obviously did not need high-risk as Patrick Mahomes threw for five touchdowns and three hundred sixty yards. With no interceptions. He was also 30 for 39. So very accurate as well. Um, Isaiah Pacheco had 62 yards and a touchdown, the rookie running back. Travis Kelsey, of course, 121 yards and a touchdown. Juju had 79 yards. And Clyde Edwards Lair had two reception touchdowns. So he just, Patrick Mahomes is so good. I mean, the Chiefs are so good. I mean, their offense is just like probably, one, probably the best offense in the league, to be honest. I can't think of anyone else. Um, now we had the Sunday night football game. It was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Dallas Cowboys. Brady led his team to victory, 19-3. Brady had 212 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Leonard Fournette got the ball 21 times and ran for 127 yards. Mike Evans, 71 yards and a touchdown. And Julio Jones' debut Buccaneer had three receptions for 69 yards, so a great game from him. Onto the Cowboys, really not a lot to talk about. They only got three points. Prescott, of course, fractured his thumb, so he's out for six to eight weeks. Had 134 yards and a pick. Elliott only had 52 yards, and nothing really else in the receiving game. CeeDee Lamb was terrible, only had two receptions for 29 yards. He had 11 targets, and he only caught two, so.
1: Damn. Yeah.
0: In our last game of the week, we had the Denver Broncos versus the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson coming home, um, and as he, uh, as he came out to the field, um, the Seahawks fans booed him, so oh it's God. very surprising to me, because, I mean, he led the Seahawks to a Super Bowl, so, twice, actually, so, this, I, I don't understand that, but, you know, um, Russell Wilson at 340 yards and a touchdown, zero picks, Melvin Gordon had 58 yards, um, Devontae Williams had forty-three. Jerry Judy had hundred two yards and a touchdown. Surprising, there. Cortland Sutton had sixty-two. Um, I mean, the Broncos could have easily won this game two times. They were at the one-yard line, fourth and goal, and they ran the ball and they fumbled both times. Like, I I, I don't know. That's just, that's just crazy. I mean, you got to hold on to the ball at the one. You got to hold on to the ball at the one-yard line. It's, kind of, it's unacceptable. So, um, the Seahawks though. Geno Smith for MVP had 195 yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions. So, great game from him. Rashad Penny had 60 yards. Colby Parkinson led the Seahawks in receiving 43 yards and a touchdown. And Will Disley had a touchdown. So, it wasn't really a high-scoring game, just a lot of good defensive plays. Um, and that's it for all the games. Um, we're going to move on to our next topic now. We're going to talk about some studs and dubs in fantasy football. Um, we are doing this is, in our league, we're doing full PPR. So it might be different in other leagues, half PPR. I don't know what you do, standard. So um, let's get into our quarterback stud. Varick, who was your stud for this week at the quarterback position?
1: All right. My starter, sorry, my stud at QB was quarterback Carson Wentz for the Washington Commanders. And here's why. No one expected him to do as well as he did. His stats pretty good. His point fantasy points even better. Like, I know I could have put Herbert, Mahomes, Allen, but we kind of like those guys were all going top five quarterbacks. Carson Wentz was going undrafted, so I just think it's it, it, it's 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 remarkable.
0: Yes, very <laughs> remarkable. Um, what my, my quarterback set of the week was Jameis Winston, Jameis famous, getting 21.66 fantasy points. He threw for 269 yards, two touchdowns. Um, and he ran the ball for nine yards. He was very, uh, very consistent as well as so he had 23, 23 completions out of 34 attempts. And, uh, I mean, he led, I mean, he led the saints back to a win. I mean, down by like thirteen in the third quarter, had to throw out some dimes. That's exactly what he did, using his two receivers, Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas, and uh,
1: and Chris Olave. Be...
0: Yes, Chris Olave had a good game, and uh, the Saints could be a a surprisingly good team. They have good defense, and especially if Jameis plays like this every single week, they definitely uh they definitely have a good chance to be good. Um, so who is your quarterback bust this week? Aaron
1: Rodgers. Yeah. Bro got three points. What?
0: Yeah, not, it's, not a it's, good game. I mean, the same thing. Ha- you can say though, the same thing happened last year in the first game. He he was. They got the they got the Packers got killed by the
1: destroyed yeah by
0: the Saints and he only got one fantasy point and look what he did. He won MVP. So maybe it'll do. It'll be the same thing. It'll just give him more, motiva- more maybe. motivation. Maybe. But, uh, I feel
1: bad for all the people who started him, though. Not, probably not Not a lot of people did. but
0: yeah. Um, my quarterback bust is Matthew Stafford of the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, I know he's had an elbow, po- elbow problems through the offseason, but he said he was fine. He, I mean, to be fair, he was playing probably the best defense in the league, but still, I mean, you would just want a Super Bowl, and you throw for three interceptions, you fumble it a few times. This is not acceptable. And especially when you're just throwing the ball to Cooper Cup every single play. I mean, exactly. the next receiver to even get as close as many targets is was Ben Skoronic. He had six targets, while Cooper Cup had 15 targets. So he needs to get everyone more involved and not throw many turnovers. But exactly. I, think, I think they'll figure it out. So.
1: Hopefully they do. I mean, it was against the Bills, too. So.
0: Yeah. Um, let's go with our running back stud. Who did you have this week?
1: My running back stud was Saquon Barkley. Mm. I think that while I was like, oh, yeah, he is one of the, like, I picked him in the second round in my draft. I think he did what he did go do well. I just don't think a lot of people had doubts, you know, injuries, how well he produced in the last season. Mm -hmm. I think he proved a lot of the haters wrong as he almost carried the Giants to a W.
0: Well, he did, because they won. Yeah. They won 21-20. to Um, And he also, he was so fun to watch. He was explosive. He was fast. He he was. was, He was fun to watch. My running back stud is Kareem Hunt. Um, He had 23 fantasy points, 46 yards and a rushing touchdown, and four receptions for 24 yards and a reception touchdown. Um, So, I mean, if he's getting targets in the receiving game, and – and you're doing PPR. He's definitely a very solid flex option. Um, it was just a, it was a big surprise because if he's also putting up those numbers while Nick Chubb is also getting 150 yards a week, I mean that's like probably the best running back committee in the league. So definitely look out for Kareem Hunt. He's probably not in any of the waiver wires, but if you have him, if you have him, then you should probably start him in your flex because he had he had a, he had a great week. Who's your running back bust?
1: Oh. Um, my running back bust was Derrick Henry. Yeah, bro, disappointed from being the second most picked running back, or like no second or third. You know, I, he was going in first round almost every draft. Seven points is just not not what you you'd want to see from him.
0: Yeah, definitely, especially not.
1: after the monster season so that he's had in the past and yeah, how but- good he's.
0: He's always usually inconsistent. Like throughout mm-hmm. the season, he can't he can't put forty points up a, a week. He I could guess. put like
1: twenty points a week. It was consistent. yeah,
0: yeah. it was definitely a bus week. Um, I also want to say that Kareem Hunt was the fourth best running back this week. So just that's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, Behind Saquon Taylor and DeAndre Swift, my running back bust is Alvin Kamara. I started him in both of my leagues, and he just disappointed. Apparently had a he had a rib injury, so I don't know that he should be fine, but he only got seven point six fantasy points, nine carries for thirty nine yards and only four targets. I, I mean that's he only had eleven touches or thirteen touches. That's not good for Alvin Kamara. So hopefully this rib injury is not good, but uh, he just did not have a good week at all, and he should be more involved. Exactly. Um, let's move on to the wide receivers. Who is your stud this week?
1: Devin Duvernay. Mm-hmm. I already said we we're gonna mention him later. We're mentioning him now. Bro is fast. Bro caught a few, well, one or two touchdowns. Though I think it was one.
0: He's, he got two.
1: Yeah, I got two. I mean, bro outplayed Rashad Bateman. I mean, Marquise. Sorry, sorry. Lamar couldn't hit Bateman deep, but that's who Lamar is. So. Yeah. I'm not gonna say anything, but yeah, yeah. I think Duvernay yeah. really had a standout week. He was good with the Ravens last year. And this year he just like props to him, man. Yeah. For doing well in the situation that he did well in. So
0: definitely. Um mine is gonna surprise a lot of people, but Curtis Samuel is who I have. <laughs> Curtis Samuel had nineteen point twenty points this week. He had three he had this is why I put him here. He had 11 targets. 11 targets. That's the most on any anyone else on this team. To put it into comparison, Jahan Dawson had five receptions. Terry McLaurin, Terry McLaurin only had four receptions. The next person was like Antonio Gibson with eight. So, and he was also in the rushing game. He got four carries for 17 yards. You know who this reminds me of? This reminds me of Devo Samuel a lot. Um, okay. I could see them. I... I can see him putting these numbers up every week. He's fast. He can get open well. Carson Wentz is gonna have to throw the Carson Wentz is gonna have to throw the ball quickly because he is he's not behind the greatest offensive line. So nineteen he had nineteen point twenty points this week. Um, Eleven targets. So in PPR that really matters your receptions. So that's my wide receiver stud. Nice. Um, yeah. What about your wide receiver bust?
1: All right, my wide receiver bust. C.D. Lamb. Yeah. Um, here's the reason why. Everyone was, like, I think, overestimating him to the point where they were, like, everyone was, like, C.D. Lamb is going to be good. He's, like, a good sleeper. You could pick him up at this time. Everyone was <laughs> expecting him to have a huge breakout year. Mm-hmm. And in the first game, it's just not ideal because – but. I mean, safe to say he did not have a breakout performance. Yeah. Um, it was probably, like, that one game that kind of ruined the Cowboys series season before it already really started. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know if you understand me, but it, 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 it was bad, like, the Cowboys. Jack got injured. Didn't do well. Who's quarterback? I don't know. It just wasn't ideal.
0: So I, I think just, it's like Cooper Rush or something. So, yeah, it's not like he can get for the Cowboys or CeeDee Lamb if he has no one throwing them. Um, my wide receiver bust is DJ Moore, who had three receptions for 43 yards. And this is a shocker because people were saying they take him in the third round, which I don't really, I didn't really agree with. I took and him like, in the third round. I I I just don't agree with it. Like Baker Mayfield's okay quarterback, but like he's he's part of a new offense. He's gonna have to get used to it. I I don't know. Darnold, he, to, he
1: got like 20, 30 points every week with Darnold at the beginning of last season.
0: But but he was I guess that's true. But Darnold was very surprising at the beginning of the season last year. Um, I, th- he had eight fantasy points so, and he only had six targets. Like, if you're if you're not getting targets, like. One it's one thing not to get targets and like receptions and stuff. Like you just you have to get targets. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just it it's not it didn't look good for him this week, but it could change next week. It's you never know. And we're gonna go on to our last part of the video, which is or podcast episode. Tight, our tight end. So who is your stud this week for tight end?
1: O. J. Howard. Bro just popped out of nowhere. Yeah. Like Texans said it,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Like, who who is this dude, bro? I mean, I mean, I've definitely. He was like a. You know what he was? He was like a first. He was like a first round draft pick, if I'm not mistaken. He was like he was supposed to be like the next big tight end or whatever, and he did not live up to the hype, obviously. But he if he could he he seems like a red zone threat. Yeah. In the 2017 NFL draft, the Buccaneers selected him with the 19th pick. So it, it looks like he's, he was, he's a great blocker. Like he's a great, he was a great run blocking tight end. So that's why he was so looked upon. Um, but he, he was, like a good resident threat for them so far. So
1: was he a quarterback?
0: I don't think so. Maybe. Um, My tight end stud, this is my third Saint, I didn't realize, this is the third Saint player I have on my list today, but Taysom Hill, I mean, like, what happened? Four carries for 81 yards and a touchdown? He only had one target in the receiving game, but if the Saints want to use him like this, if they want to use him, like, in a rushing way, he could be actually a solid play, like, if he gets, because he seems like he breaks away for a lot of yards per carry, so... It, it was surprising to see him in that position, but it could work. Um he had fifteen point three points this week. So we'll see what happens. Um, all right, and our last part, tight end bust. Who'd you have? Kyle Pitts. Like why? Like, yeah. I don't I, I, I don't I
1: don't get it, man. Like he should be getting better. And then he has this this one meh, guy. I'm gonna blame it on the new system.
0: Mariota. Yeah, it's more of a running system. Yeah. But even last season, he wasn't that good. He only had two games with 20 points. He only had three games with 15 or more points. Like, he's not that. He's, I don't think he's, he's, he's too, he's like so overrated, in my opinion. Like, he hasn't even proven anything yet. He's athletic, he can catch, but like, if you can't put up the stats every week, then you're not, you're not, you're not that good. So
1: Supposed to be in the next big tight end, man.
0: Yeah. Um, my tight end bust is Dawson Knox. I I understand there's a lot of people you have to throw to on this offense, but he is a red zone threat, and only getting two targets is not good for his fantasy value. So, I, I don't know. He he last season he was a big red zone target, and he was in eighty six percent of the snaps this game, and he only had two targets. So, I I don't know. He didn't, I guess Josh Allen wasn't really looking at him. I mean, that could be a thing moving up forward, but I, I mean, he, he should be the resident threat and uh, he didn't look like it last on Thursday. So mm. we'll see what happens there. But uh, I think that's going to conclude the video. We're going to be posting. We're going to be posting uh, more in the next few weeks. Um, so, yeah, but uh, it's been Dylan and Varick, and we'll see you next time on the Long Shot Podcast.
1: All I- right.